This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I'd rather be picking my favorite Beyonce. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And Remington, have you recovered from last week's uh, soap opera drama? Are you able uh, to talk you know, to people normally again? Uh, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm almost there, Sean. Almost there? Well, that's good because I've got something completely different for you this week. Well, you know what, Sean? Before before we begin, uh, I you, you may have noticed that I I was interacting with, with some fans on Twitter and our Discord this week, right? No, I, no, no, no. I don't, I don't know why you're in this mood. I'm, I'm simply, I, I just want to talk about my week before we get into things is that so wrong so i posted uh see sometimes i'm a very forgetful man sometimes i get confused easily as you all know and so i posted a poll on on our twitter and, and in the discord um and it asked a very innocent question just when when is the next april fools right when when is the next april fools i forget sometimes sean innocent question mm, i don't like that i had something why, why, I, <laughs> I don't i don't know why you're so suspicious all i'm doing is going over i asked an innocent question uh i just thought that i might share the results with you sean did did you out of curiosity did you vote in the poll i mean i am a professional remington i'm not going to interact with any kind of polling service that involves our lovely audience ship because that would be dishonest uh so i voted twice uh, using Dylan's computer <laughs> All right, so uh, the results, there, there were four options. The, the four options of when is the next April Fools, uh, there was very soon, give it a while, April 1st, and wild card bitches. Uh, I don't even quite know what to make of the last one. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it was a haze. Very innocent question, though. Um, six votes. We, we had over 100 people, by the way, which is very nice to see. Six people said, give it a while. Uh, one or two of those being Sean. And so that that's about 5%. Uh, 16 people, amounting to about 14%, uh, said April 1st. Those people are just real helpful, uh, and I appreciate it. Uh, 32 people, uh, about a fourth of everyone, over a fourth, said very soon. Uh, they, they, they want it very soon. And then uh, 62, over half, uh, said wildcard bitches. So, you know, that just a uh, very interesting insight on that. Uh, just, just thought I'd share that uh, with you, Sean. Okay. Carry on. Carry on with what you were doing, Sean. Okay, wild card. That scares me. That's the scariest. <laughs> that's the scariest response I could have gotten, honestly. Because I mean, very I, I don't, soon I don't at know least gives me. So paranoid, John. Okay. Just, just let let's let's jump into it. Okay. So this week, Remington, I have an anime prepared for you. Yeah, that tends to be how the podcast goes, Sean. I think we're all well acquainted. My hair is standing up on end right now. I just want to let you know. I, I I don't know why. Why are you so worried, Sean? Because you, I'm... you seem real stressed. You need to you need to relax. You need you need, you need to get to calm yourself down. Learn to laugh a little. It's hard to laugh when you put this deep-seated fear in my heart. Last time you mentioned April Fools, which was only like a month ago, I had to watch Code Fucking Lyoko, so naturally I'm terrified 
of when you're gonna whip out your wild card. Which, the only positive thing that could come from that is maybe watching something like It's Always Sunny, where wild card bitches is, was a thing, if I remember correctly. Uh, I, you're, you're, you're just too paranoid, Sean. Let's get on with the show. The people are waiting. Okay. So, Remington, uh, I've been doing some thinking about what we should do this week. Uh, of course. And our conversation last week actually gave me, uh, some, some slight alterations to my original plans. Oh, you know what, Sean? Now that you're talking, you're just being like last week and stuff, think about time. Mm. There, there's the special occasion, Sean. No, 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 Sean, no. there's a special occasion that I think we need to celebrate. Uh, is it my birthday? Because that happened recently. I'd love to. It is indeed, Sean. Happy birthday. By the time this episode goes up, it'll be passed. But, you know, listeners, feel free. Send your birthday wishes to Sean. Happy birthday, Sean, from me. And as the voice of the people, thus from all the people to you. So just, just wanted to send that out to you. Anyway, uh, happy birthdays aside, everyone's going to send you happy, happy messages. Feel free to leave it in on Twitter, Discord, send a review, sending happy birthday, Sean, whatever. Uh, but back, back on track, Sean, the anime this week. Okay. <laughs> so the anime this week is, uh, we're doing a revisit this week, Remington. Hmm. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Because I promised, uh, I promised people that well, we'd yeah. do more revisits, and I figured it would be a good time to whip one out for you. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, revisits don't have a great track record on, on this podcast, I will admit. Look, just because half of the revisits were sort of online. <laughs> like, yeah, let, let's hope not to uh, repeat that, if at all possible. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. I figured that this would be a great, interesting follow-up to last week, because, Remington, I've been feeling a bit spicy lately. Oh, spicy, you say? Yes, yes, spicy, spicy, spicy. And we got in a couple of requests for this one, and I thought, especially since the manga ended recently, I figured it'd be a great time to jump back into it and see what you really think about it. Because, Remington, I need a little bit more drama in my life, and I can't think of any better way to do it <laughs> oh, boy. than uh, All right. okay. dropping you headlong back into the trashy, trashy show simply known as Domestic Girlfriend. <laughs> All right, so this, this is a bit of a double-edged sword. Yes. Um, Because Domestic Girlfriend, of course, was... It, it, it's as if it was built for me to despise it, right? But amazingly, astoundingly, I ended up more favorable than not last time we cut. I'm, it's not the worst case scenario, but at the same time, given every time it's been mentioned, you've strongly affirmed how trashy it gets. I'm hesitant. <laughs> Uh, to quote uh, the famous YouTuber Giga, who really uh, draw, drew a lot of attention to this show, uh, it's uh, it's fine as long as you say no chromo, bro. <laughs> so, uh, Sean, it, it has been a minute. Yes. So I am going to, because I, I do not constantly look back to all of the things we've covered, I could probably use a refresher. All right. I can do that for you uh, because I rewatched the whole series to completion, uh, all 12 episodes and even read a bit into the manga just to be prepared and i actually wow. finished the manga funnily enough wow yeah yep 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 it's it's hard to look away after a minute uh but as a reminder 
domestic girlfriend is about our lovely main character who uh, is having a crisis of deciding who he wants to love between his uh, newly adopted uh, step siblings. One is the girl he lost his virginity to. The other is his teacher. Uh, yeah. Yep. 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 And the story is the progression of him dealing with these relationships as well as other relationships that come along the way. Uh, the dealing with the drama of wanting to fuck your family as well as <laughs> uh, your. Which we've all we've all faced that drama at some point. We all have a great uncle Earl. Whatever you say, Oedipus. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we only watched three episodes of it originally, Remington. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And a lot happened. A lot happened. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Uh, but if I remember correctly, we only watched three episodes, and essentially what it boiled down to was, uh-oh, they're my siblings now. Uh-oh, uh, I'm accidentally going to kiss this uh, chick while she's sleeping and drunk and unconscious. Should I do this? Oh, no, that's a bad move. Uh-oh, I have feelings. Uh-oh, my pee-pee hard. What am I supposed to do about that? <laughs> I have emotions. Uh, oh. Yeah, if I recall, I, while I acknowledged that the show was a bit trashy. A bit? <laughs> it was quite trashy. I also, I, I feel like my my merits for it was that the, the characters felt uh, decently, like, properly human. Yeah. And that they, they weren't terribly glorifying the trash, uh, even though it was obviously very trashy. Mm -hmm. And that, amazingly, considering the premise, it handled things more maturely than the vast majority of anime I've ever seen. Yes. So I think those were a couple, if I remember correctly, of my main merits proposed. Yes. Uh, a brief synopsis of what actually happened after that first episode. Uh, his uh, new stepsister, who he fucked, at the beginning of the series uh, ends up transferring to his school where uh, his other sister still teaches. Uh, he's uh, Our main character, Natsuo, spies on uh, his teacher who's in a bad relationship and having issues. You know, uh, there's, a, there's a best friend character who uh, is fairly amusing and is basically our relationship uh, if we, between us. It's very amusing. Uh, and basically, Natsuo, uh, where we left off, Natsuo was very upset about Hina's, you know, very unfortunate relationship. Hina's the teacher, by the way. Ah, uh, yes, okay. Yes. And uh, his best friend, Fumia, uh, encourages him to talk to her and try and get her to break up with uh, the abusive boyfriend uh, type. Oh, yeah. I'm, okay. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, and, uh, yeah. And, you know, then there's some drama. He runs away from the family because of the drama, and uh, they come to talk to him, and blah, 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 blah. Drama uh, stuff in ensues. It's, uh, it's a lot. It's surprisingly hard to sum up three or four episodes worth of content in a few minutes just simply due to the fact of how much fucking happens no uh, of course of course i i do have a couple questions yes. for you sean uh first so we we saw three episodes before how many more are we going to watch this week well remington i think the very least we should watch up to i mean there's only 12 episodes in the series rem yeah it's not a lot of episodes <laughs> what are you trying to say sean look man <laughs> you bastard <laughs> I just want to make you sure your opinion is cemented, Remington. <laughs> you son of a bitch. And only, you only have to watch from episode four all the way to episode 12. That's not bad. That's only eight episodes. First of all, I would like to point out it's nine because it includes both four and 12. But furthermore, uh, I, I, I have one last question, uh, Sean. Yes? Uh, beyond the statement, you're a bastard. The, the question I have mm -hmm. is what genuinely do you, how much do you think my opinion will change and in what ways? 
well you you don't, you don't need to be like too specific or, or spoilery about it but just generally speaking where where are you where are you projecting me to end up emotionally <laughs> <laughs> that depends on a lot of things, Remington. Oh, here we go. Uh, because the themes that this show tackles in just 12 episodes are, let's just say, extensive. Uh, and I don't know, man. You might, uh, you might come out with a very similar opinion. You might think, also think that this show is even trashier than you could have imagined, but it was hard to look away from. Or you might just end up trying to walk into the sea. It's hard to say. Which is going to be oh, very impressive perfect. because we live in a landlocked state. <laughs> I'll find a way. God damn it. I mean, the Great Salt Lake is there, but it ain't that deep. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard to, like, properly walk into it. You, you just float. Yeah, because, I mean, it's saltier than the ocean and most Overwatch players, so... <laughs> and that is salty. Yeah, so without further ado, Remington, let's get back into the spicy drama. Let's get into the thick of it. Let's see how depraved this can get. Let's go watch some domestic no kanajo. Goody, goody. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming the entirety of the first season of Domestic Girlfriend and Remington. How are your emotions feeling, man? I feel like uh, you need to really take stock of what you witnessed because it's a lot of stuff happening in a, such a short amount of time. <laughs> It, it is it is a lot uh th this show it is pretty fast-paced especially at the end mm -hmm. uh s some might argue at the end the pacing not only is fast but gets quite rushed uh but you know what Sean uh I I'm gonna try in similar fast pacing we we, we don't want to stick here for an hour and a half discussing domestic girlfriend even though I'm sure some of our listeners would prefer us to <laughs> uh I'm gonna try and probably fail to to still go over every episode but like in a shorter way. Yeah, here. Right. Let me give you. Let me give you a, a taste of perspective as to uh, why it felt a little paced. Uh, uh, just so you know, Remington, we've talked about anime adaptations in the past, right? And yep. Uh, usually, a good anime adaptation will try to take two to three, maybe even four chapters, and sl slip that into one episode. You know, cutting out the extraneous stuff and making it uh, very good, clear, and cohesive. Yeah. Uh, Domestic Girlfriend. The first twelve episodes uh, covers chapters one through seventy-two. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But you know what? Here's the amazing thing. Genuinely, until the end of the series, uh, or the season rather, uh, until the end of the season, wh while it was super fast paced, it, it never felt too extremely rushed until the final few episodes. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Epis it episode did surprisingly 12? well. Yeah. Episode 12 is an adaptation of chapters 63 through 72 while cutting out chapter 68. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, that that makes sense. Yep. Uh, I mean, it should be noted, obviously, uh, there are going to be spoilers uh, here. Uh, it, if you want to know whether you should watch this show, uh, listen to our first podcast episode about it. Why are you listening to this one instead? What are you doing? Yeah, why, why'd you come back to this one Think You know, they had a good first look at it, but I really want to know the meat of the story before I completely <laughs> ruin everything for myself. <laughs> so, so, Sean, uh, one thing I decided to do, I, I actually, for like the first time ever, I listened to our podcast 
podcast on Domestic Girlfriend, our first whoa, one. Whoa, whoa, right? whoa, whoa, Rem, Rem. You can't go back and listen to our own content. It's going to make you realize how <laughs> unfunny we are. Uh, amazingly, that was one of the good episodes. That episode, great episode. We did really good. We, both of us, funny, some Vladimir Putin nonsense. Great episode. Uh, wait, <laughs> wait, Vladimir Putin <laughs> episode? Oh, yeah. There, there was, there was a, I would argue, a substantial amount of Vladimir Putin in the last Domestic Girlfriend episode. Is that the episode but, that got us uh, banned from Russia? Yes. Okay. Uh, see, you do remember. Uh, but I, I don't do that because I don't consume anime media on my free time, even if it's our anime media. Yeah. Uh, but I, I wanted to just try to remind myself of what the fuck was going on without actually having to, like, revisit the first three episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I want to know a few things. Yes. Uh, first, wh- one one thing, I made a very bold claim in part one that I had forgotten about. Oh, yeah? Um, in, the first, in the first episode we did on Domestic Girlfriend, I said that there was a good chance that Rui might be the best of any dare that we had seen up to that point. Which is a bold claim, Sean. Yes. Um. I. I. I'm. I'm not gonna spoil my opinions on Rui now. We'll. We'll explore that. But that. That. Put. Put a pin on that one because that. That's an idea to be explored later. Right. Uh. Another thing I want to know before we delve extremely deep into it. Uh. Sean. You want to know something? I just hate. <laughs> what. What's something I, you really, really hate, Remington? Aside from uh, me. <laughs> I. I. I might need to clarify because this can easily be taken out of context. But I hate how many parallels this show has with my own various relationships oh you too uh, huh? sean, <laughs> <laughs> yes uh sean, sean you know i've been in what we will just say a a sufficient amount of relationships that's how we'll we'll say that yeah uh Rem, and you, you've led a soap opera-esque life when it comes to your <laughs> love life unfortunately and it's not like i've i've had like there was one specific relationship where oh i was fucking my sister and my teacher like that wasn't the case but well, yeah you don't have a sister like, to every- fuck. <laughs> thank god uh the, but the, every episode was like a different a different view of fucked up nostalgia in my brain where i was like oh god yeah i've I, that that brings up memories uh and that that was nice and uncomfortable oh yeah but with with, with that uh with that discomfort handled and managed mm-hmm. uh as well as it can be uh let, let, let's jump in sean shall we jump in with episode four yep C- go right into it because if i recall where <laughs> we left off was uh our lovely teacher hina was uh seeing somebody and uh, her newfound siblings uh were not a huge fan of that so they were trying to stalk yep, and yep. figure out what's going on correct yes hina was was having uh an affair with a married man right mm-hmm. and so uh rui and natsuo they were like that's pretty fucked up so they they decide they 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 prep out they prep for a stakeout with uh fukiyama is that his name something like that yeah best friend uh with with, with chubby best friend it's fumia they, they plan the out fumia i was close enough so fumia uh and then they they plan all right we're gonna do a stakeout cool they prep they watch her for a few days she like gets drunk she goes to shows but she is not meeting with any dudes so they're like this is frustrating so they they instead they're like all right his name might be shu due to something in the calendar or it might not be they're not guaranteed on that but let's steal her phone and try calling a shoe and then break up with him right that is the plan it's what a great <laughs> plan 
Oh yeah. Uh, and so they steal the phone, and it's like, all right, Rui, just pretend you're your sister, and then she can't because she's socially awkward as fuck. Uh, and it's like, well, shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, Sean, you remember the times where we've stolen our, our editor Dylan's phone and broken up with his exes for him, but it was for his own good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. It, it doesn't help that he usually dates Yandere's though, and we have to barricade ourselves <laughs> in our respective homes, otherwise we do get murdered. We 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 actually risk our lives for our friends uh but so so they do that it, it doesn't quite work all right trying to figure out a new plan they go to the restaurant that fumia and everyone else is is working at and they're they're talking about it and who should show up at the restaurant but hina and shu uh now so this is our first introduction to shu right he seems well composed seems a bit studious uh and i i really like how how chill shu is mm-hmm. uh compared to like the image that sort of has been portrayed of him like this this cheater right while at the same time this show also shows that he is definitely manipulative, but not in a super in-your-face way. It's it's a, a nice, more subtle level of manipulation, and I liked seeing that in a character. I was about to say, Reb, you, you gotta gotta be a bit more specific about where you like seeing that, because I'm gonna be very <laughs> concerned for your love life if you uh, are basing it off of this gentleman. <laughs> yeah, definitely not, fortunately. Uh, but yeah, so he shows up, and uh, Rui and Natsuo are like, what the fuck? Uh, so they all they all sit down, and they, they have a nice little chat uh and that chat leads to Natsuo especially just like yelling at Shu and being like what the fuck how dare you you fucking suck and Rui ends up splashing some water in his face right and running away uh nice and dramatic Natsuo follows her uh then like Hina and Shu they're talking about it on the way home and Hina's like yeah I j- maybe maybe like we should break up though maybe that's for the best uh, and he's, Shu is like nice and subtly manipulative about it. Just being like, don't worry about what they want. What do you want? Uh, which mm, That sounds a little familiar, Remington. <laughs> yeah, f- first of all, uh, Sean Sh- 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 knows that that was a major theme in one of my own soap operas. God damn it, it's it's awful. But uh, th- this this is also a theme that will come up later in the show as well, uh, which which I like and appreciate. Uh, and, and so then uh, the episode ends with Natsuo. The next day he goes to his mother's grave to pay respects uh Rui and uh Rui and Hina they sort of make up and they show up at the grave too to pay their respects and support Natsuo right and they all make up and everything is all good and Gucci happy ending for episode four right yeah yeah well it's probably the closest thing to a happy ending in the series so I'll give you that <laughs> it, it's true uh the next episode uh w- one of the main things of the next episode is we get an introduction to another character here's how in the next couple episodes this is going to happen repeatedly Sean, yep. there's a formula for how characters are introduced in this show. Really? <laughs> and it is, yes. Uh, it's a simple one. You start an episode, uh, very abruptly, a character who you've never seen before shows the fuck up and is like, hello, I'm important now. <laughs> uh, and then they have some dramatic action uh, that'll take up the first like third of the episode with one of the main characters. And then they're just a part of the show now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I'm okay with it's, that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's not wildly elegant, uh, but I will say they, fortunately, one of the things this show does pretty well is characterization. So even though it is definitely more abrupt than it should be with these introductions, at least very quickly, I understand what kind of character it is, right? So it, it's the best way they could have handled it in this manner, but it's still quite abrupt. Uh, this episode, we're introduced to Momo, uh, and, and that is not uh, a nice, 
nice uh, airbending lemur. Uh, no, that is uh, that that is a, a girl who who. There's lots of rumors about Momo, Sean. Lots Ooh, of rumors. What kind of rumors? Does she like uh, like gossip or does she like tell stories about people? Ooh ooh ooh. Is she actually a bully? What's the rumors, Remington? Oh no, Sean. Uh, nothing that harms people that blatantly. No, she, she. The rumors are just that she has sex quite a bit. Uh, and that's it. Uh, Momo, she has like a bunch of plush things around her. Uh, and it's implied that she gives these handmade crafts to people she wants to fuck. <laughs> and which I, I don't know, man. That might sway me. That's a, those are adorable. Oh no, they're uh, great. and she they're is, she is so talented. Uh, like almost voodoo doll esque uh, creatures, and I find them to be amazing. Yeah, and so Momo, she she meets uh, Rui, right? They become instant friends, and people are like, Rui, why are you uh, hanging out with Momo? She's weird. And Rui's like, I don't really give a shit. Uh, which which is in line with Rui's character. Uh, she may be a so, slut, but she's my slut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, Momo and Rui, they they become nice and close um so far this episode's like felt super disjointed from everything else and i understand why they're going to put it together but as the introduction of every character every introduction of every new character is going to feel disjointed that's just how they decide to handle it it's not great but they handle it decently from there oh yeah you can't Uh, waste time introducing characters when you got to get to the the hot and heavy spicy stuff you need the hot and heavy spicy stuff uh, so Rui and Momo, they're, they're hanging out at a bookstore, right? And who should they find there but Natsuo? Uh, and, and so they, they like say hi. And then Momo's like, oh my God, I want to fuck that boy. Uh, <laughs> 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 she's like, hey, Rui, hey Rui, do you want to fuck that boy? Or can I fuck that boy? You know what, Remington? That reminds me of the first time we met, actually. <laughs> We were in school, I was walking down the hall, and out of nowhere, I was like, hey, who's that long-haired fella over there? (laughs) Oh, wouldn't be the first time I turned a straight dude gay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But... Uh, but, but yeah, so uh, Rui is like awkwardly like, no, I guess go for it, whatever. And and so Momo is like super into it. Uh, we, we get a, a surprisingly rare blatant panty shot as Momo's giving a love letter to Natsuo. Uh, I, I'm amazed. I think that might be the only like super blatant pa- panty shot in the show. Uh. Uh, but, but Momo gives Natsuo a letter that's just like, hey, let's chat and hang out and fuck. And uh, Natsuo like briefly talks to uh, Rui about it because he was gonna hang out with momo but rui has a fever a, a really bad sickness sean yes yes the the worst kind of sickness that can struck any anime character in this type of setting oh yes and there's only and, one cure for s- that sickness isn't there remington <laughs> what is the cure remington the cure. is it a quest to the highest mountain to get a sacred plant do you have to slay a divine beast to gain the blood to heal the poor sick rui what is the secret of success here remington some protagonist dick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so not so. He's like, I'm gonna take care of Rui instead of of going with Momo, and he he takes care of her, right? And uh, and and meanwhile, she's like, oh god, I need to change, and I'm like, so like sweaty and stuff. So, uh, so Natsuo gives her a naked fever wipe down, as you do. 
Yeah, it's a pretty common uh, trope in these types of things. Just a lot more steamy in this setting. Oh, yes. And he, like, calling the parents, and the parents are like, all right, we, there's medicine, don't worry. There's a suppository over here. Some of you may know where this is going. Uh, and so she's like, I'm too sick to put it in. You put in the suppository. Uh, and, and so he does put in the suppository. And once again, the show shows some... The domestic girlfriend shows surprising restraint in this scene. <laughs> like, when talking... When they put... A suppository in we only see a clothed buttocks we see nothing more uh and, and you know what that, that that's some restraint more than we would see in any other etchy show as someone who's read the manga oh yeah they had some restraint <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, I I've I, I can't wait till we get uh, towards the final episodes because I have some thoughts. I, obviously, I know nothing about the manga, but I have some thoughts about the manga already. Uh, but and they will frustrate people, I am sure. Uh, especially because I know nothing about it. But <laughs> continuing on to on on episode five. Uh, then then finally, Natsu is able to go to Momo's house, right? And they hang out, and then Momo's like, "Hey, boy, wanna fuck?" And he's like, "Yes." Uh, so they, they start getting ready to fuck, right? Uh, it's revealed that Momo has, like, some family issues, um, which isn't surprising given the trope. Uh, and then also, while they're getting ready to fuck, uh, he sees some self-harm scars on her wrist, and he's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, you know what? Let's just have dinner, all right? Yep. I'm gonna make you dinner. It's gonna be nice and cute. All right, cool. Yeah, it's amazing uh, that he and... had the restraint to put it back in his pants after that, honestly. Uh, especially considering the rest of the season. Yes. Uh, so Momo is the first introduction to, uh, a non-primary harem member, I suppose. There's going to be two girls that are introduced yep. that are adjacent to the harem. Yep. Um, uh, but amazingly, other than the episodes they're featured in, they're not really in the harem at all. Like after this, Momo is, you, you might think that there might be some romantic tension between her and Natsuo again. And while it's briefly mentioned here and there, it is definitely in the background. Uh, and, and a part of me is like, it helps. That it helps flesh out the world and the background because the characters aren't in this isolated bubble where the only thing that matters is Natsuo and his dick. Rather, they have different relationships with one another, right? Which is nice. At the same time, I feel like the vast majority of these important secondary characters are relatively underutilized, uh, due in large part to the slightly rushed pacing of everything. Momo will never really be important again, but she she'll I, like she's a decent character and she'll add to the the theming and and the world which is nice but she, she's not important to the plot at all well uh, and that'll be a common theme sean well uh, you say this <laughs> there's about 250 chapters of the manga so she does become relevant again later on don't don't worry about that <clears throat> yeah <clears throat> just just not in in the anime yep. uh in, in episode six episode six is the worst episode thus far and also real weird and also what the fuck. So, uh, in episode six, we are, due to the way that they introduce characters, we are abruptly introduced to Korea? Korea? He, uh, he's an edgy teacher. He's the cool teacher, right? Um, who also should not it makes you feel better. Cool, Reiji, he shouldn't be allowed around kids. Oh, absolutely um, not. <laughs> no, God, not no. Not at all. So, our introduction to him, Natsuo is reading on the roof of the school and then uh, uh, Reiji is smoking blatantly in front of him and then he's just like, oh god, you saw me smoking, even though he was right fucking there. It's a weird moment. 
happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, so so Reiji, uh, he he's in charge. Uh, Kiria is just the one that's written down more. I'm gonna keep saying Kiria. Uh, so Kiria, the the teacher, he he is in charge of of lit club, right? A literature club, and there's only one member of literature club, and that's Ashiwara, uh, a, a young young shy girl, and Ashihara. Ashihara, close enough. It's all the same to me. God damn it. Okay, hold, uh, hold on back there. Uh, pump the brakes a bit there, Andrew Jackson. It's not, you can't go too deep into <laughs> saying things like that. <laughs> so, uh, Natsuo steals uh, a book from Literature Club. He, as he's returning it, hears the sound. He looks over and he seemingly sees Kiria and uh, Ashihara just making out, which is terribly inappropriate, as we know, because it's a student-teacher relation. Right, guys? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nobody should ever desire that. <laughs> so, uh, he, he ends up, like, dropping the book and stumbling, and then they both look. Uh, then Kiria, he gets real fucking weird. Uh, he, he's like, oh, do, what, what do you think you saw, Natsuo? And Natsuo's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And Kiria's like, you didn't think I was being lewd with a student, did you, Natsuo? And he's getting, like, super close, like, breathing, not down Natsuo's neck, but, like, on Natsuo's neck. More, more steamy, like, I'm, I'm ready for this edgy anime Snape to to start trying to seduce Natsuo as well. Turn to it, page it's a weird ninety four, Mr. <laughs> Natsuo. <laughs> it's a weird fucking moment. It's <laughs> uncomfortable. Uh, and he basically coerces Natsuo to join Literature Club, and he and he won't get in trouble for stealing the book. Cool. Uh, nice and weird. Isn't it great when your teachers blackmail you into joining clubs? <laughs> Truly. Uh, so at, at this point, he's the the three of them now, since they're the only members of the of Kiria, Ashihara, and Natsuo. They're, they're talking all about books and writing and stuff, right? And then Kiria is like, "Kiss each other for me," uh, which is not okay. <laughs> it's so not okay. No, what no, Remington. Fuck? You can't. It's, it wasn't like that. It was. They were it suggesting was. how uh, a kiss could have several meanings, and why don't you two try it just to. Uh, just to show the example, see how little it, it, it truly it, has. It is the creepiest thing. It is the creepiest thing. Uh, and and so uh, Ashihara is like, sure, but Natsuo he struggles to to do so. Later in the episode, uh, Rui, who's been looking for a club to join, and uh, and Momo, they decide they're gonna join a literature club too. Cool, neat. Yep, because nothing bad ever happens when a bunch of girls join a literature club. Uh, then. How, all right, how to describe this next bit. So we, we, we get to a scene that everyone's chilling at the restaurant again, right? Yep. And uh, Marie, Mary? Marie, I think Marie. Marie. Uh, so Marie, uh, who I, amazingly, when I listened to, to our first episode on Domestic Girlfriend, I don't think we mentioned Marie at all, which is a travesty <laughs> because Marie is a great character. Marie is like a, a trans or at least like non-gender conforming individual, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a uh, man desiring to be a woman or feminine or non-conforming. It's not super clear cut, but that's the gist of things. Uh, and so they prefer to be called Marie. Uh, and, and they, they're given some love advice as they love to do. Marie loves to be a gossip, right? Uh, and in this example, uh, Marie decides to talk all about when they used to be in the Yakuza. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> which is so great. That's a really great moment. Um, and it has like some vague relevance on like trying to figure out what, what you really want to do with your life and trying to figure out, follow your path, right? And your passions. Uh, but it, it's, it's just great that they don't shy away from that. Uh, M Marie is a great character. Mm -hmm. Marie's fantastic. Uh, for those who might be, uh, uncertain who have seen it and be like, Marie, Marie, I don't remember Marie. Uh, their name is also, uh, their, uh, proper, uh, full name is Masaki Kobayashi, but again, they prefer, uh, Marie, so that's what we're gonna call They him. prefer Marie, so th that's what we're calling him here. Plus, that's easy for you uh, to remember, Remington. <laughs> <laughs> truly, nice and easy. We'll get one other easy name throughout the entire series, and, and bless those easy names. Uh, and, and we end the episode, uh, with, with a cliffhanger. Domestic Girlfriend loves its cliffhanger, Sean, and it, it's just Hina t being, telling Natsuo, essentially, like, hey, let's hang out next Sunday. Cool. That's the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, we, we get to episode seven and we, we start right where we left off. Now we are to the next Sunday and Hina and Natsuo, they're hanging out. They're, they're on a drive. They're going to a beach. They're eating food together. Right. Uh, and, and, and when they're on the beach, uh, Natsuo is like, Hey, by the way, teach, I love you. I am in love with you, teacher. Uh, which is a bold move to yes. say the least. Uh, and so Hina is like, let me tell you a story about, let me tell you about Shu, right? And as it turns out, uh, when, when Hina was in high school, that is when she met Shu. Shu was one of her teachers. So yeah, if, if, if you thought he was a manipulative prick before, yeah, he is. He grooms women. Uh, and, and he has these like weird puppets that he used to make Hina happy when she was in high school and oh. like a literal child. Um, they, they talk about that, which, you know, that explains a lot. Oh my when God, it comes it's to teacher Hina. fucking all the way down. It, yeah. Uh, Natsuo, he's eventually going to become a teacher. It's just an endless cycle. Uh, it's real rough. <laughs> It's a vicious cycle <laughs> of horrible, horrible stuff. I am horrified. So when Natsuo, like, declares his love after hearing all about the, this story or whatever, it doesn't really face him. He doesn't do much. Uh, then Natsuo is like, I love you. And she's like, she's like, all right, cool. And she starts walking into the ocean with him. And he's like, after they're, like, waist deep, he's like, what's going on? And she's like, well, you know, we'll just die together here. Which is a what the fuck moment. The, the, the sort of meaning behind this, she's, she's saying, like, like, we couldn't be together. If we were together, it, it would be catastrophic. So we might as well die together. That's the only way we'd even be together, right? That's sort of like the muddled message going on there. Uh, and and he's not so always uh, like, whoa, summary, chill. Uh, depression is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so Natsuo's like, whoa, chill. Like, I'm not a child anymore. But like, first of all, he definitely literally is. Second of all, uh, one of like the grooming techniques that older individuals in power do to younger individuals uh, is like an emphasis yeah, on yeah, yeah. age. Like either like, oh, you're so young or like, oh, but you're, you're more mature than your peers or shit like that, right? The, just a fucked up back and forth uh, to groom and control real fucked up and that is very much what we see in Hina um I don't know if it's this scene or a later scene but Hina begins to adopt the but what do you want but she's telling this to Natsuo and I I really liked that dynamic because that's what Shu did to groom her and she is now using that same technique to groom Natsuo which is super fucked up uh but yeah so so they decide like all right yeah we we we're we're, we're not gonna talk about it right now cool 
they they go back home, right? Um, and then uh then Rui decides to visit Natsuo and is like, "Hey, kiss me," and then they kiss. <laughs> that's that's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> it's very very straightforward. Uh, then they like study for finals a little bit, get ready to study for finals, and the episode ends with uh with Natsuo as he's yep. studying for finals. Yep, yep. He he gets up, he he crosses the hall. He's like, "Oh, what with this open door?" He peeks in the open door, oh, and what should he see before him? But uh, Hina, what 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 uh what what metaphor or euphemism do you want to use right now, Sean? Throw one at me. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hold on. I have a list for that. Uh... <laughs> okay. Perfect. Perfect. Wait, which one? Which one shall we use, Sean? Let's go with. Um... Battling one-eyed Willy. Let's call it that. Yeah. So, so Hina, he, he Natsuo sees Hina battling one-eyed Willy, and which, which makes I feel like makes more sense, frankly, for for the uh, the other gender. But hey, we'll run with it. It can still sort oh, of work. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> I gotta sort these by uh, by genitalia, don't I? Hold on one second. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Um, I need a much more appropriate one. Uh, let's go with... Ideally. Uh, so how about grinding some coffee beans? How about that? Yeah, so he, he sees Hina grinding some coffee beans, right? And she 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 moans out Shu's name uh, as she's doing so. Uh, almost catches Natsuo, but doesn't. Uh, and then, don't worry, they do good on the finals. And that, that's that episode, right? Yes. We get to episode eight. We're, we're, we're two-thirds of the way there, all right? We're getting there, goddammit. Yep. So... Uh, now, episode eight, uh, congratulations, uh, it's summer break, right, summer break is beginning, uh, and, fittingly, uh, Natsuo, he needs to go to the school, uh, for a moment, there was also some awkwardness with Hina and Rui, and some, like, something about missing underwear, and now, uh, if you're wondering, what this, uh, this is starting to not make much sense, we're introducing a new character, that's why. Yep. Uh, so, that's, that's the standard uh, for this show, and it's pretty great. Yeah, if, if you're like, wait a minute, what is this leading to, they're introducing a new character so it gets disjointed for a moment uh our new character that that meets natsuo as he's on his way to school to pick up some things even the, during summer break is alex uh alex is is a good american boy uh he goes by al which i would like to file a complaint <laughs> i have never in my life heard of an alex who went by al Albert can go by Al, sure. <laughs> Alex, I have never heard go by Al. Okay, look, you can't you can't just disparage somebody for his choice of name. <laughs> if Alex wants to go by Al, he's more than welcome to. He is a good, strong, healthy Japanese American boy, and he deserves to go by the name he cho so chooses. I, I I just disagree with his decisions. Uh, so <laughs> meet me, Al, right? And uh, and as as now they're they're biking together to to the school, they run in to no one other than the underwear thief that that has just been introduced uh there's an underwear thief and they're like we need to go after him so they go after him they corner him um alex apparently has goddamn superpowers he jumps 10 feet in the air to drop kick the underwear thief which feels excessive i mean I but you know what don't you know that Americans that's the american way athletic <laughs> it's more we're, we're just over the top so you know what we're not just going to capture a criminal god damn it vigilante justice we're, we're gonna knock him off the top rope. We'll elbow drop a motherfucker. We don't give a shit. Uh, Hulk Hogan is the representation of American justice, for better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> 
Interpret that as you will. Uh, did he uh, use uh, that one fella's signature move, the spear or whatever it was called? Uh, I most Hulk Hogan is most known for his leg drop. Ah, uh, uh, copy, copy. Uh, and and so then uh, Alex and Natsuo they run into Rui, and Al is like, "Oh my God, I am in love with this girl! Holy shit! Tell, can can you hook me up with her?" And and Natsuo goes to Rui and is like, "Hey, so Alex is into you," and she's like, "Are you trying to fucking set me up with another dude?" And he's like, "What?" Uh, and that makes Rui angry. So, uh, so then later, uh, Natsuo is like, yo, sorry about that. They, they, they just apologize to each other. It's like, oh man. And then they start kissing and then, uh, Natsuo starts groping her. Uh, and then Hina walks in, uh, dun, dun, dun. which, oh boy, a nice awkward moment. The guy who just declared that he loves you more than anything else. And your sister just making out, uh, nice and sensually. And he's also uh, your that, brother. That's, yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's a weird student. moment. What? Yeah, uh, but though obviously those th- those don't matter to Hina as much as anything else. I don't think so. those matter to all three of them, honestly, at this point. <laughs> it's true. It's really more like a guideline. This is pirate rules is what we're dealing with. <laughs> So it's like, oh no, that's awkward. Uh, then there's this big, like, I think it's like a New Year's festival or something like that. I can't recall. Uh, but they go to the festival and uh, and Natsuo gets Hina alone and he's like, yo, we need to talk about this. And he is like, we don't need to talk about this at all. Uh, and Natsuo's like, we do. He gets Marie and another employee at the restaurant who doesn't matter to help uh, forcibly get Hina to talk to him about everything, which isn't okay. Uh, I, I just want to note, you, you shouldn't force conversations that's not how a healthy relationship goes. Uh, you, you should be willing to have conversations, but you can't force them, unfortunately. That just makes things worse. Uh, but nonetheless, they have a conversation and the conversation amounts to, uh, hey, listen, Hina, God damn it, I love you. And I'm, uh, you need to stop viewing me as a child, even though I am, in fact, a child. Uh, and Hina is like, yeah, I love you as well. Which, uh, mm. <laughs> 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 Not good. Oh. Uh, and and so then they all walk home and Hina and Natsuo are holding hands at the end. Uh, and that's episode eight. Uh, we, we get to episode nine. Oh yeah, I, I should mention uh, a lot of the reason they were like arguing was also because Hina had decided she was moving out and Rui and Natsuo blamed themselves for making out yeah. for that happening. You know, as you do. Uh, th- this episode, episode nine is, is all about like, all right, well, Hina is moving out, right? She's still moving out even with everything because she was thinking about it for a while, you know, which I like once again, not everything is determined by Natsuo's dick, yeah. right? Uh, there, there's just like, Hey, no, I'm, I'm just like an adult proper. And so like, I should move out right now. That's just the thing I've been thinking about, uh, which is nice. Uh, we also have, uh, w- while that's happening, Rui, um, she ends up just happenstantially, uh, running in to Kyria, the, the teacher who definitely shouldn't be a teacher and Shu, uh, who apparently is friends with Kyria with, to the surprise of literally no one. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, apparently just creepy teachers, they get together, man. They're all a fucking unit. I don't, there's something up with that. I don't like it. (laughs) So, uh, Rui is like, fuck y'all. And, and, and Shu is like, all right, let's talk over the lunch. Uh, and so, so they chat, right? Shu has mentioned he's finally divorced, but even still, he's disturbing teachers all the way down. It's not good. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, but I'm not contacting your sister because she broke up with me and you know, like, 
like, at least he sort of understands boundaries, even if he's a total creep. Uh, he, he's not 100% creep, but he's still far more creep than I'm comfortable with. Uh, and, and Rui is like, uh, not huge on that. Uh, Rui and Hina talk later, um, just, just about, like, Hina moving out and how difficult that is, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, uh, under everyone's nose, Natsuo is given a key to Hina's new place, uh, so that he can show up whenever he wants. Uh, sure enough, he, he goes to Hina's yeah, place I mean, once uh, she's moved in. Not good. And he's like, hey, baby, want some fuck? And she's like, well, you know, maybe we take it a little slower, though. Um, and as, as things, I, I think they have actually really strongly captured in Natsuo, and I'm, I'm being sincere here, juvenile individual who mistakes lust for true love. Uh, I think they unironically nailed that in Natsuo, because as we're going to see, Natsuo is like so fucking horny all the time, but he thinks that he is truly in love and that it's meant to be. Uh, it, it, it is a great depiction, actually, unironically, of that. And I feel like, I, let's face it, Sean, uh, uh, Sean, we, we, I, I definitely have, and I'm sure you have, has had as well, uh, where it's like, oh, you, you feel like you are just in love. This person is perfect. You have such great chemistry, but then like a, a year after the relationship ends, you're like, I was just horny. That's all that was. <laughs> that's all uh, that that's it was. Like, ooh, fuck. How old am I now? Uh, <laughs> let's see. Carry the one. Uh, divide by how many times I fucked up. That's like most <laughs> of my previous relationships, I think. But yeah, and it's it's just like something that everyone is. Uh, I feel like almost everyone's gonna go through that, right? And it's gonna be exciting, and you're going to think that finally you understand love when you you almost certainly don't. Uh, but Natsuo is like one of the most sincere and accurate depictions of that very specific happenstance that I have ever seen. It's it's so good because he truly believes that like oh man this is the real emotional shit. While at the same time. All the time, he's just horny. I mean, yeah. And, with and the that's amount of times he gets into situations where he's about to stick his dick in things, uh, only <laughs> yeah. to either not or go through with it and regret his decision later, it is it is either the most realistic thing or the most unrealistic thing. I can't decide which. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, uh, one awkward moment. Not so at one point is like, I wouldn't mind dying together if it was with you. But just shut the fuck up. Just. <laughs> just. You're 17. Go fuck yourself. Uh, so, uh. Uh, summer break, it's over, right? Uh, back, back at school. Uh, now Alex, he's also at school uh, with the crew. Uh, Hina sees Natuo and friends in the hallway, and she's talking to, like, the friends and stuff because they're also students, and she's keeping things hush-hush. And this makes Natuo jealous because he he's, he's a naive... Uh, he, he's a naive son of a bitch who doesn't understand love yet, but thinks he does, right? Yep. And he's thinking with his dick. So, uh, he, he talks with Hina in, in the school and is like, oh God, I'm just starting to feel insecure. I just need you to acknowledge me sometimes. Am I being needy? Uh, like he asks, am I being needy? And Hina's like, oh no, don't worry about it. But obviously, and I think the audience should know, yes, he is very, very needy right now. Uh, like once again, I appreciate that this show is like, 
it's showing an interesting relationship dynamic without too extremely glorifying it. I have to put an asterisk there at this stage. Mm -hmm. um, they, it does, it, it gets a bit iffy later. Um, and this will relate to one of my final points that I think will be super controversial, but we'll get to that. But thus far, I, I still think they have done a pretty good job at displaying the unhealthy nature of it and also how not ready for something like this Natsuo actually is. <laughs> Yeah, that's an understatement. It's a bit too real for me, honestly. Oh yeah. So episode ten, uh, we we got a club festival. Uh, is it's like a it's culture festival, right? That's what happens at the schools with all the clubs. Yes, right? yes, yes. That's what it's, it's where all the classes and clubs organize a, a school wide event, and friends and family get to come and have fun. It's a really cool, fun God idea damn that it. I wish uh, we got to do in American schools. I'm nailing it on the learning. Uh, and so the the lit club decides to do a maid cafe theme. I think every anime that we have seen that's mentioned a culture festival has always recommended Maid Cafe as a theme. Yeah. What the f- it's, it's the only one! <laughs> it's the only one that- There's there's Do a Play or Maid Cafe. That's literally all that we've ever no, seen. No, no, no. We've also seen Haunted House. That's also one. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Okay, yeah. We, we I, I want to see more Haunted House, less Maid Cafe. We've also that's my personal Butler preference. Cafes. Distinction without a difference, John. <laughs> uh, oh, so, oh, and there was the one time where there was a cosplay cafe. Uh, so so different. So uh, so the the lit club. Uh, a little while later, they're like, you know, we haven't seen Creepy Teacher in a while. Maybe we go visit Creepy Teacher. Uh, because Creepy Teacher's been gone for like days, which is unusual. So they just go to Creepy Teacher Kiria's house, right? Well, and I mean, with the way that uh, teacher-student relationships are in this show, that doesn't seem too out of the ordinary. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, it's revealed that uh, that Kiria is—he's uh, actually uh, a great novelist under a pen name that Natsuo adores and loves, right? Uh, and Natsuo's like, "Oh my God, you're so talented!" And I swear to God, there's somewhere out there, there, there's like a manga panel of. Kiria fucking Natsuo and it's not okay and I know it exists and I don't want it to exist. Uh, but there's been an unhealthy amount of sexual tension between them. Okay, well, it wouldn't be in the actual manga. It would probably be a doujinshi. <laughs> uh, so, as, as they're going back, Natsuo is teasing Ashiwara, Ashihara, rather. Yep. Uh, he's telling Ashihara, uh, essentially, like, haha, you love Kiria, you love the teacher, blah, blah, blah. Right? Um, which is weird. Uh, but she's, like, blushing because it's it's sort of true. And I should note, when I said like, oh, he walked in and it looked like Kiria was making out with Ashihara, uh, they they said that he was just picking an eyelash out of her eye or something like that. Yep. Um, I don't know if I personally believe that. <laughs> There's something weird in Kiria and Ashihara's relationship. Yeah. But it doesn't get too firmly explored. But it's there to make me feel uncomfortable. Mm, it, it definitely is there to make people uncomfortable. I will definitely tell you that, Remington. <laughs> Boy, does it make people uncomfortable. So, uh, Ashihara, after being teased, decides to yeet Natsuo down some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Just so good. I mean, it's it's, it's like so the first good, time Sean. you and I had an argument. I, I know. I'm like, I I was like, hey, Sean, but like maybe cut down the anime to like 11 hours a day instead of 12. And you were like, no, and you shoved me down some stairs, and I fractured my foot, and it was awful. But it's okay because uh, we had a very good makeup arc afterwards, where we got really close, and I got to take <laughs> care of you while you were injured. It was very romantic. <laughs> it, it's true, and uh, let's get into that because now, oh no, Natsuo, he he injured his foot. 
right? And he's like, oh, I don't know if I can visit Hina as much anymore. Um, meanwhile, Rui is like, well, perfect. Now I get to take care of you. Uh, and so like she smooches on him and gives him a bath and gets naked with him in the bath, blah, 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 right? At one point, I think I think she like accidentally touches his dick at one point. That definitely happens, yep. She's reaching and, for and the so, soap. Yeah, you, you and so gets, gets real weird about it. But I mean, come on, guys. You, you, you fucked, you clearly want to fuck some more. I mean, if she touches your dick, it's not the worst thing in the world. Uh, and he's super like, oh my God. And she's just like, whoops. Uh, because Rui is still a really solid character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, so that happens. Meanwhile, uh, uh, Natsuo decides he, he's still going to to visit Hina. So thus far, he's been lying and saying he's been going to his best friend's place. Fumia? Yep. Yeah, he's been going to Fumia's place, who unfortunately, despite being amazing in the first few episodes, uh, has not been super relevant since those first yeah, few no, episodes. Yeah, no, they just, kinda, they just kinda shove him to the side for a lot of the new characters, and it made me very sad, because <laughs> there's some He good, was good so moments. good! I loved him! Uh, but he's been lying and saying he's been going over to Fumia's house. Uh, so eventually, as as we have uh, uh, Natsuo visiting Hina, and they're, they're starting to get hot and heavy, right? They're starting to get a little steamy at mm-hmm. Hina's place. Uh, right at that moment ding dong who should show up but Rui uh because Rui went to Fumia's house because she wanted to get Natsuo and Fumia was like oh wait no what happened actually was uh it had been confirmed that he wasn't at Fumia's house because Fumia was like I haven't seen him in a while at the restaurant and when addressed then uh Natsuo was like oh yeah I'm actually been going to Momo's house uh and so now that's been confirmed to be a lie as well. And Rui understands what's up. stockpiling. Oh, what does it build to, <laughs> Remington? You can't have this kind of dishonesty in your relationship. Well, I mean, uh, you, you can't for a healthy relationship, but for a soap opera, it works. So Rui catches them and is like, what the fuck? Uh, Rui leaves. Um, and Hina and Natsu are just both like, well, shit. <laughs> 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 Whoops. So uh, Natsuo goes to find Rui. Uh, it, it's raining and storming and he's he's just on a crutch, limping his way around. He finds Rui in a park, right? They, they chat and she's like, Rui's like, so what the fuck is going on? Natsuo's like, yo, so I, I, I love your sister, by the way. Um, we, we, and th- this just pretty much continues into the next episode. The chat continues. So I'm just going to keep going. They, they continue chatting and he's like, yeah, and also she loves me as well. Uh, to which then Rui is like, well, let's kiss one last time, which is not healthy for anybody. No. Uh, I understand. I understand the desire, but then Natsuo lets it happen, which is also dumb. You're making everything worse, Natsuo. What the fuck? Hey, that's the tagline for the show. <laughs> it's, it's true. Uh, but I I will put out Natsuo is Natsuo is not the worst here, like morally speaking. I would argue Hina is way worse because she's taking advantage of Natsuo. Natsuo, he's a dumbass, but he's being taken advantage of and being manipulated actively. Well, you, so it's like well, you gotta be careful there, I can t- Remington. You'll get the Hina fans all very mad and upset at you. Oh, just just you wait, Sean. Uh, <laughs> I will say, I, I mentioned in, in the very first time we did Mess Girlfriend, I wasn't a, a big fan of Hina, but then like in the third episode, she was okay. So far, Hina has actually been a decent character she's been interesting uh morally like as as a person as a as a care as a as morally speaking she's god awful she is terrible she's trash but as a character she's interesting I, I i can get down with that uh so 
the next day, Rui and Natsuo, they're walking to school and Rui's like, hey, just a heads up, I've decided to actively dislike you because I need to create some emotional distance. Which, you know, I've been there. That makes sense. Uh, you, you're just like, hey, need to create some emotional distance. It's not healthy this way. Good on you, Rui. Uh, may, maybe not. Ru, Rui is, isn't like the most, uh, mature all the time in handling things, but she's still probably pound for pound the most mature, uh, and moral character out of anybody. Uh, so, so Remington, show so are you saying that Rui is best girl uh in this show undeniably <laughs> undeniably okay without a doubt i'm just gonna pen that down for later Rui is best girl quote remington chase 2020 god damn it uh Rui is a great character i don't give a sh I, I i previously uh in, in our previous episode i said she might be the best dairy uh that we had ever seen her being a coudere mm -hmm. um and i i don't know if she's the best but she's still up there because once again she and i would say something this show does immensely well they actually has some nuance in their characters like they'll they'll have general tropes sure but almost every character goes beyond their basic trope and i can so strongly appreciate that uh it, it characterization is one of the best things domestic girlfriend has going for it okay uh might as well jump on the sinking ship with you i'm also a Rui fan even though i've read the whole manga at this point oh i i oh man i can't wait to give you my opinion uh about the manga even though i know nothing about it oh, but yeah. we'll, we'll wait till we we quickly finish this so uh then there's some stuff uh lit club has submitted their stories they wrote over, over summer break for awards uh Rui has won despite not being much of a writer and Natsuo was like well shit because he expected to win uh and so he's, he's he's disappointed about that he goes to creepy teacher Kiria and he's like let me be your apprentice uh and then he works on uh on improving himself there's like a borderline little montage right of him just just working 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 hard to to hopefully make it work um so i mean good on him for that i guess um and then uh there's a school trip and so the the latter third of this episode is all about the school trip they're they're going to a beach which means we get to see those beach bods right and uh and and so on on this trip alex is is drunk and great and he kisses natsuo but then he also kisses kiria which is less okay because once again teachers stop mm -hmm, please mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh Rui and Hina have a chat where uh, it's essentially like, hey, we're both going to do us no hard feelings, whatever, right? Uh, which feels a little bit rushed, but these last two episodes are the most rushed episodes. They're the only ones where the fast pace sort of starts to fall apart a little. Yeah. Uh, it's still, I would argue, still isn't bad, but it, it's worse. Um, so then fireworks are happening and Natsuo, he's bought a ring for Hina. He meets up in Hina's uh, hotel room. He gives her the ring and is like, one day I want to marry you uh, because he's a dumbass teenager. And that's what <laughs> yeah. dumbass teenagers do do uh and then then they fuck um and they're like oh my god we just love each other so much but then the episode ends sean with some trouble uh -oh. some trouble because uh on these school trips you have school photographers just taking a bunch of pictures right and it's come to the administration of the school's attention that in one of the pictures in the background you see hina and a student that looks very oddly like natsuo um and and so that that's where episode 11 leaves off we're finally to the last episode finally we're there okay we made it. Uh, so they, everyone agrees. All right. We won't like publicly shame Hina for fucking a goddamn student, but she needs to be transferred away. She can't be here. That's not acceptable, which isn't the best way of handling it. But I have to say, I appreciate that there are actual consequences here. Oh yeah. Because 
the vast majority of other shows would not have any consequences. So I appreciate the fact that like in world, it's like, hey, no, this is fucked up and like it needs to be addressed. So like, let's address it. And so, yeah, so Hina has to transfer. She also has to move away and she cuts contact with, with Natsuo and like her family and everything. Uh, then we have uh, Natsuo, he's broken up about this, right? He, he's pretty fucked up. So uh, he, he gets a, a letter from Hina and he's reading it and, and it's just, uh, it's a lovey-dovey little letter, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then there was a moment that wasn't supposed to make me lose my shit, but it did. There's this like melodramatic letter, right? That's being read. Um, and and it, it's just poetic and and intense, right? And then it just cuts to Natsuo screaming at the heavens. <laughs> and it, it was just so abrupt and unintentionally hilarious. I I don't know if anybody else no. bust up laughing at that moment. It's a funny shit. Moment. I'll be honest. I I kind of had a I had a good chuckle when I first saw it too. <laughs> so good. I think I think it's, it's supposed so to be a pretty heavy-handed thing, and I you and yeah. I might be the only ones, but I think I'm okay with that because I got a good laugh. It was out of it, it was funny. Uh, so he's that's why I was just stuck in his room. Uh, he eventually he decides, you know what? I, I, this is the time I'm gonna work on my novel. I'm gonna work on my writing. That's gonna be the focus here. So for quite a while, he is just never leaving his room. Rui is a occasionally visiting to try to take care of him. Uh, Fumia shows up and, and helps uh, knock some sense into him. Eventually, Natsuo finishes uh, not finishes his novel. Uh, he, he lets uh, Kiria see it. Kiria, unbeknownst to Natsuo, submits it for a bunch of literature awards, like the, the most important ones out there, right? And uh, and, and sure enough, uh, Natsuo, he, he wins the amateur category, which I also want to note, it's nice that like he wins the amateur category. They're not like, yes, and then he became the next Shakespeare uh, because far too many anime do that. It's just like, no, he's wildly talented. So for the amateur category, yeah, he nailed it. Yeah. And I, I can appreciate that. Uh, then you have, uh, you have not so he returns home and who should he find there, Sean? But he sees Hina, Hina who has disappeared. And so he immediately, he embraces her. He's like, oh my God, Hina, I love you so goddamn much. Hey baby, want some fuck? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> exact dialogue from the show. <laughs> Yeah, exact dialogue. Okay, cool, cool. I'm glad that uh, we were able to uh, get the clear-cut uh, version of that, because I don't know if I would have been able to, uh, uh, you know, go forward unless we got that exact quote in the uh, in the script there. <laughs> so Hina turns around, but it wasn't Hina. It is Rui in a wig, which felt a little bit abrupt, because, like, we have not seen this wig up till now. Um, they have not done a good job of leading into this, but okay, sure. So so Rui goes to a room, Natsuo follows her and is like, hey, my bad, whoops. Uh, and Rui's like, so that's what it's like to be held and loved. Uh, and, and they chat a little bit, right? Um, and eventually Rui is like, you know what? Fuck it. He's gone. It's time for me to actually like take care of myself for one time in my goddamn life. And so she, she initiates some very assertive sex with Natsuo. And that, that's the end of, of, of the show. That's, that's how it ends. Uh, so, so Sean. Yes. I have some overall thoughts. Uh, is that thoughts with, uh, the proper spelling or thoughts with, uh, O-T-S at the end? Uh, Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Inclusive or. And so, uh, I think, first of all, overall review of the show, I was worried uh, because it, I, I, at first I really liked it for its characterization. Uh, it had 
a surprising amount of nuance and depth that I did not anticipate. Uh, and, and while I maintain the show did get a bit trashier, it still maintained those major principles that I enjoyed when we first visited this months and months ago. And so overall, I still like the show. And when it comes to the ending of the show, I think it works. You had this sort of like sad, melancholy, bittersweet ending with, with Hina and Natsuo. Like you show uh, Hina, she still has the ring and she's just looking out longingly. Uh, Natsuo and Rui might start something. Rui has her character growth, right? Um, side characters were uh, underutilized, but at least helped to expand the world. Overall, I think this is a good show, uh, which is amazing. That is astounding. Wow. That is... It is absolutely ridiculous that that is my opinion, considering we meant we harped on this a lot, Sean. Yes. This show is, is as, 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 it's as if it was built for me to despise it, mm -hmm. Sean. <laughs> but yet somehow, amazingly, against all odds, it made it through. It, it is now one of the very few anime that I finished all the way through. And it was a good one. It, th this trashy dumpster fire is a good anime. It, is it also trashy? Hell yeah. But that doesn't get in the way too much, amazingly. Yeah, well. Um, but I, I, I Oh, I'll I will leave. say, uh, finished to this point, there is some rumors going around that there might be a season two. Because after all, Remington, there's about 276 chapters in this. Uh, I did a quick yes. read through of all of them. Uh, by the end, I don't know what you would think if you were to consume the story in that way. But for now, th we could... That, that, that's actually, that's what I wanted to address, John. Yes. Um, because this is where I think I'm going to make a lot of people angry. I've just said, this was a surprisingly good show. Uh, and, and I, I had a hunch that there was more to the manga, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that the anime didn't tell the full story. But however, I think it's, it's valuable to, to put th this note in, despite me thinking that it was quite a good show. I do not want them to make a second season of it at all oh. in any way, shape or form. Let me, let me share why, Sean. Okay. The first season as a complete entity, while it leaves room for a second season, right? It, it, it definitely allows that, which makes sense because there is more. Um, I, I do not trust the author of the manga. Let me explain why. Let me explain why. Because there's one, one important thing that, and you shouldn't confirm this. It would be spoilers beyond what we said it would be. But I think that in the author's mind, there is a genuine love story between Hina and Natsuo. And that's not great. Where it ended now in this sort of, uh, melancholy ambiguity, that's an interesting point. Uh, it implies like both of them will go their separate ways. Maybe they'll reunite further down when they both mature. Uh, or maybe they'll just have the memories, right? And, and they'll use the memories to grow from, which is a nice message. Undeniably, without a goddamn doubt, in the manga, Hina returns, uh, and almost certainly Natsuo and her continue to, to scoodly poop and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I think, based on the first season, my impression is that the author wants Hina and Natsuo to be together. Despite the season ending with Rui and Natsuo sort of together, that's still not like a proper relationship. That's just Rui's character growth and Natsuo trying to move on, right? Um, Natsuo has only ever truly been in love with Hina, and Hina's expressed that as well. 
So I think if there was a second season, unfortunately, you would ruin a lot of the really good nuance that you had in, in this season. Uh, and you'd also ruin a lot of the like interesting messages and ideas. And I worry that you would undeniably end up glorifying these unhealthy patterns rather than simply showing them, right? And and so, I, I you know, I, I'm not guaranteed on that fact. I don't know the manga. I've never even looked at it. I don't know what people are saying about it, uh, but that's my impression. And I could be wrong. I don't feel like I am, Sean. I feel like, I feel like I, I'm in the ballpark at least. Rem, you're, you're a very interesting person to analyze on this show. Let me just tell you. <laughs> Because I've known you for years, and some of the things that come out of your mouth are shocking, to say the least. But uh, people who are to where I am in the manga, who have finished it, uh, <laughs> I definitely would love to have a conversation with you like I am right now. Because this is a very interesting conversation. Uh, just for your perspective, the uh, author's name is uh, Kei Sasuga, and uh, she uh, did finish the manga relatively recently. Uh, let's see, I believe it was uh, in... I want to say last February is when uh, everything wrapped up, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but yeah, so you think you think uh, uh, our lovely author here uh, uh, just is gonna royally fuck things up uh, if it was to get a second season, essentially. Yeah, which is more like I think that the material has already been fucked up after this point. I don't trust. I do not trust the the, the source material after this this point in time. Uh, after after wherever it cuts off in season one of the anime, right? And he, here's the thing. I, the, the concern I have is, in no way should Domestic Girlfriend do, be depicted as a romance story. And if it is, it undeniably shouldn't be depicted as a romance between Hina and Natsuo. This is a story about, like, teenage relationships and trying to figure out what love is and how that interplays with sexuality and all of that. Uh, and, and trying to figure out all of these awful complex nuances and these difficult situations. That's what this is about. This is not and shouldn't be a cute little romance. Oh, there's Especially... nothing cute and little about this show. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so those, those are my predictions and those are why I, I strongly don't want a second season of the show, despite really enjoying the first. Yeah. I mean, it is very possible it won't get a second season. Uh, there was a lot. Please don't. It was a lot it. of news. It'll, it'll make it bad. I'm sure of it. God damn it. <laughs> there was a lot of news saying that there weren't uh, initially any plans to make it a second season, uh, but it did get a lot of, uh, feedback you could say from, uh, the, uh, you know, big boom, especially uh, over here because of a lot of YouTubers who uh, drew a lot of attention to it because of how over the top this show is. Uh, I will say this. I won't give you any spoilers as to how things go in the manga, but let me just, let me give you a little phrase. In the anime, I am a 100% Rui fan. By the end of the manga, I don't know if I'm anybody's fan. Oh no! <laughs> well, you know what? That, that could, wait, like, but as the people, like, because let's face it, they're a bit shitty. Or like as the characters, because that's it's a very different thing. I don't know. Maybe one day we'll find out if there's ever a second season. Yeah, or who knows? Uh, maybe I'll force you to not. read the whole manga, see how you react to that. That's not how the show goes. That's not the premise. <laughs> you don't wanna you don't wanna mix things up every once in a while? You don't wanna sit down with uh, two hundred more chapters of a thing that you've consumed? <laughs> you can fuck right off. <laughs> 
Ah, Remington, it'll only take you two days to read. I could read a uh, hundred chapters in a day. Easy. It's not that hard. Oof. <laughs> uh, although, before we get out of here, I will say one thing that might genuinely surprise you. Uh, oh? I don't know if we covered it last time, uh, but do you know what the mouth score for Domestic Girlfriend is? Uh, here, here, amazingly, I'm, I'm going to make I'm gonna make an, uh, a weird guess. I think it's lower than I personally would put it. I'm going to say it's like a 7.2. 7.2. Where would you put it personally, though, Rem, before we get into it? Uh, um, I, I think I probably put it at seven. Well, like on a mouse score or on my personal score? Cause those are different. <laughs> uh, give, give me a split right there. Give me a, a good split of what you think. All right. I, I'd probably put, uh, like 7.5 out of 10. Okay. I think unironically he has moments that are like 8.5 or even nine out of 10, but it also has moments that are like a five or a six out of 10. So, uh, okay. Interesting. Uh, well with a 170,000, uh, ratings, uh, domestic Nakonojo has a mouse score of 6.85. Oh, see? That's even lower than I, I knew it would be lower than I expected, but that's even lower than I than lower than I expected. Uh which is a nice word salad. But I how how am how am I the one standing here saying <laughs> that a trashy sister fucking teacher fucking anime is underrated? How is that my role on the <laughs> podcast, Sean? How the fuck does that work? How <laughs> someone explain that one to me. Someone solve that fucking riddle i think too many people too many people are taking it at face value and if you take it at face value by god is it just trash but i i unironically think that there's some depth to this show that can be sincerely appreciated uh that doesn't admit it that doesn't nullify the trash but i really appreciate it all the same i will say a lot of the super low uh reviews are a mixture of people who have finished the manga which is not how you should uh, weigh your rating if you're going to uh weigh just a small section of a story and as well as people who uh, are viewing it solely as a romance anime. Yeah, once again, I, I strongly maintain, if you are going into this with a romance mentality, you're either, you will either like it and because you have terrible taste in romance, or you will dislike it because I really don't think it belongs as a romance. There, there's romance elements in it, but it in of itself is not a romance. Yeah, well, unfortunately, the overall categorization of this show is romance, but I kind of agree with you. It's much better when you take the romance out of it and you just take the stupid decisions and just sit there in suspense eating popcorn and be like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens next. How is this going to get fucked up? <laughs> exactly. With just a little bit of sexy stuff to make things interesting. <laughs> You know, you, you... though amazingly, well, I, I will say it, it's like sexy stuff. It's done more in the style of like I would compare it to like erotica rather than porn, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's far more emphasis on story and characters, and then like a little bit to titillate you here and there, yep. rather than like nonstop titillation. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and you know what? I I I definitely prefer that uh, because normally with Echi, they don't care about the characters. By definition, uh, this style has to focus on that more. And so I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> You'll take the titillation. I appreciate that, Remington. Where would we be <laughs> if you couldn't take a little titillation here and there? Oh, who knows, brother? Amazing. Well, Remington, I, a shocking, a shocking series. What, uh, a shocking conclusion to say the least, but I can't, I, I think for once we're actually kind of in agreement. Uh, as far as the anime goes, Rui is best girl. Uh, as far as anything else goes, well, that'll, that'll be for our emails to deal with because I'll be honest, I I thought I'd like Hina at first, but, uh... I didn't, and I was right. It, well... <laughs> 
You just hate teacher fucking dynamics. But also, Hina is a bit of a piece of shit. Not all the time, but in large part, yeah. Hina's a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, goodness. I can't wait. She's not the worst piece of shit in the show. She's still a piece of I shit. I cannot wait for the emails we're about to get based on uh, this uh, this incredible Hina hatred you have going on. <laughs> She's an interesting and compelling character. A terrible person. Fantastic. Then I guess I have one final question to ask you. Any chance you'd want to watch some more Domestic Girlfriend with me, Mr. Remington? If, if they were to hypothetically come out with a second season, would I watch it? Probably. Would I expect my opinion to worsen? Also, yes. Completely fair. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed our mad ramblings on the smuttiness of Sister Fucking, then please do us a favor and leave a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a weird thing, but it actually really helps us a lot. Get our word out there, get our name out there, and hopefully, maybe uh, we'll connect even more people to our weird, wonderful tastes on anime. Uh, but if you would like to support us even more directly, I have another way you can do that. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash anime out of context, where you can gain access to all kinds of lovely little bonus content, including the opportunity to have Remington horribly mispronounce your name. Remington, who do we have Sean, to you, this week? Yes? Not only did I horribly mispronounce some names last week, but uh, but we, we overlooked the fact that there is now a sec- we have so many patrons at this point. There is a second page of, of patrons to thank, and so I skipped over I think like, I skipped over only one or two but to those one or two i am i am sorry i love you all the same it won't happen again i'm not used to there being another page so with that with, we're not with used apologies. to people caring about us that much it's it's, it's a bit weird <laughs> it's, for us. exactly with that out of the way uh, of course i would like to send our thanks to our magical girls as well as our bland bitch protagonists who really do a lot of work but above that is our yonder ray waifus uh they they're, they're no kudere's but i'll take them this week all the same and on this list we have sarah birch kazu morocco anonymous anonymous let's talk about handshakers gamer i'm going to the next go <laughs> jojo zodiac yuliana salty pretzel glenn michael dolan ross palmer jacob livingston h wood zach aka gumo gumo no waifu go eat copious amounts of cheesecake you cheery weeby slut farmer what would rem cost to be a rental girlfriend weeb <laughs> too expensive for most of you i say that but like when when i look at the Patreon, that's probably not true. Most of you could probably afford me. Uh, Alexander Nascencio, <laughs> Meow, Mew, Meow, Mewtwo, Meow, Andrew Rowicki, NVIDIA RTX 3080 graphics card sold out instantly and now I am sad. Matthew B, Devin McCutcheon, Hito Kirix, Sage Schiffner, Reverse Kizmo, Kizmo, Oni Chan, why is everything gushy? Hate that so much. Rare Kumiko, <laughs> Peter Vlasity, Ready to be Isekai'd, Kenneth Reed, Remington Merrill, Visual Bin, Hunter Davies, Alex from, uh, let me start this one again. Alex from Australia. Okay. Apostle <laughs> of the Church of Remington. Alston Limerick. I like AOT for the etchy. Snap Snips. Ichigo 015 Simp. Bad Bunny. To all of you Yandere waifus, thank you so much. There's so many of you. It's crazy. We never expected to have this many, but there's a tier above. We're going across the pond, as we always do, over to Hogwarts representing the Boy Wizard tier. And you know what, Sean? This time, I I'm representing you, Sean. You and your kin. Every Everyone's getting a nice ginger character. We're going to the Weasleys. Everybody <laughs> is going home with their own Weasley. God damn it. I was wondering where you were uh, going with that. <laughs> <laughs>
I was like, what, 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 what about me is related to, oh, I see, I see, it's a ginger joke. Okay, cool. Uh, Eternitarian, you know what, you're, you're getting head of the family, you're getting Arthur Weasley. Uh, that, that, that's a good get. Uh, Delena Perez, you are going to get, let, let's give you, you get George Weasley, Delena. Uh, little, little, little bit of a jokester for you. Miguel Delion, Miguel, you, you're, you're getting Ginny, you're getting Ginny Weasley. Uh, Book which, version which or movie version, this is very important. That, that, uh, you know what? Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll give you the book version. You, you've, you've earned it. Okay, You've good. earned it. <laughs> you've earned it, Miguel. Uh, Cat Zodiac, you are going to, you, you get Ron, Cat Zodiac. You get Ron Weasley himself. Wow. The man, the myth, the legend. I know. Pilkster, the Symphogear advocate. Uh, well, Pilkster, you know what? You are going to get, you, you get Percy. You get Percy Weasley. Ooh, a bit preppish, uh, but I, reliable in the I, end. I, I, I would argue, uh, more forgotten than he should, than he deserves to be, Percy. He, he's, he's rarely remembered, uh, or at least one of the first that people will forget, but he, he deserves his spot. I mean, primarily Pilsner, because he he's got all yours. out of the movies for the most part, so you know. It's true. Uh, Killer Queen Requiem. Killer Queen Requiem, uh, you get, you know what we've given out, George? Killer Queen Requiem, you get Fred. You get Fred Weasley. Oh, God. So, so you, oh, <laughs> yeah, no. you and, and I think it was Delina, uh, you, you, you get together, cause some mischief. Uh, yes, and you're both very, very much alive. We want to specify that. <laughs> for a limited time only, folks. Oh, uh, all right, so, <laughs> <laughs> then we have uh, Enrique Perez Torres. Uh, Enrique, you know who you get? You are going to get... <laughs> Okay, so I'm just on, like, the fandom wiki, right? Okay. And there's an entry of Weasley's that's just Arthur Weasley's two brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Enrique, Enrique, you get Arthur Weasley's two brothers. Oh. What are their names? Who knows? They're my you get favorite two characters, of them. honestly. <laughs> I can't have a good story without Arthur Weasley's two brothers. I invited them to my wedding, actually. It was a great bash. <laughs> Last but not least, Matthew Robinson. Uh, Matthew Robinson, uh, who... who who do you I mean, you deserve. gotta get the matriarch of the family, surely. You know, you, you'd think that? No. no. I'm going Charles Weasley, the dragonologist. You get a goddamn dragonologist. Matthew, you're welcome. Once again, poor Molly is left out of the mix, as is usual. <laughs> Last but not least, we get to the Chef Musco tier to the White House, representing Corey in the house. Uh, this is now, once again, our last tier. No more Waluigi. Thank God. Oh, my God. Praise be for that shit. Uh, on, on this, uh, you know what, you know what, Sean? I'm, I'm going to assign you the task. Okay. Uh, you, you, you have to give each person something very trashy. Uh, it can be good trashy. It can be bad trashy. But you're going to give all of these folks something trashy. All right? Okay. It can be specific trashy anime related stuff or it can just be trashy generally all right uh so we, we start off with it's dark it's spooky we got the almighty sinner what trash heap are you gonna dump on on the almighty sinner sean uh my taste and guilty pleasure anime <laughs> that that is very trashy that is very trashy all right next up we have the huggable monstrosity what what, what a delightful uh name this, this huggable monstrosity sean what what does she deserve give her something trashy oh the huggable monstrosity Atrocity. Uh, the trashiest thing I can think of that would be most fitting is probably like, ugh, I want to 
say, like, just that that one super wholesome uh, reverse harem anime genre. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> what? You know, it's just where you're going into, you're, you're watching the show, and it's like uh, just a bunch of super nice dudes and a girl's having a hard time deciding. I feel like that could be good. Or, controversially, it could be something along the lines of, uh, like, an Orin High School thing, maybe. I don't know. Orin High School is pretty trashy. See, How about we just give them Orin High School? Orin High School scene. All right. Okay. See, I, I thought Hookup on Monstrosity. I thought you were going to go trashy Yumaru-chan. Uh, but you've lost that opportunity. Next up, we have Zachary Shirley has a football team made out of golden retriever puppies. It's not in the rule book that I can't. <laughs> it, he's, he's correct about that fact. It isn't in the rule book that a bunch of puppies cannot play football. So what trashy thing are you going to give to Zachary Shirley and his great football team? Well, I think that uh, the football team, you need something good and trashy. So I'm going to give you... Uh, those, like, one-minute cooking videos with all of the really, really crappy, like, heartbreak, like, ugh, artery-clogging foods. You know, like, like the tasty ones, but less oppressive. Oh, yep, yep. Those are pretty trashy. <laughs> Perfect. Next up, we have the Touchy Diplomat. Sean, I hope, I, I, I want you to give something, like, super trashy for Touchy Diplomat. I, I just have a feeling that that's what Touchy Diplomat needs in their life right now. Well, it's gonna be bad trashy if that's the case. The, go, go as trashy as possible. Okay, uh, then the first thing that comes to my mind is a toss-up between what we just covered, but that would be too easy, so <laughs> I am going for... Let's go for the uh, Ore Emo Ero Manga Sensei combo because they're in the same universe, and oh, that fuck. horrifies me. <laughs> there you go, Touchy Diplomat. You're welcome for that. Then, uh, next up, we have Silicon Spectre. Uh, so, so what are you going to give well-endowed Ghastly over here? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you know, what? I think that's it. I think I think just give him well endowed ghastly. Uh yeah. He gets a Moemon ghastly. That's fine. Good for him. Awesome. <laughs> Cool. Or BDSM Charizard, you know, whatever. Uh, uh, next up, we have Thick Mullet, the thickest of all mullets. Well, there's only one thing so what, for a thick mullet. Yeah. Uh, you know what? The trashiest thing on the face of the planet. Anime titties. Oh, Thick Mullet, you're getting anime titties. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they are as thick as your mullet. Uh, oh, and 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 last but, but not least... Uh, technically still chilling at the Waluigi tier that no longer exists, but we're, we're forcibly bringing you down. Uh, Omoto Ahigao Uwu, Waluigi for life, Owo. Yeah, you, you better change uh, your pledge there, bud, or you're not getting any of those benefits anymore. <laughs> I, I think you'll actually lose all benefits, so please actually do switch so that, like, you're getting the benefits that you are very kindly paying for. Yep. Uh, and so, uh, what what does the, uh, what, what I will label as the the final Waluigi, what, what trashy object do they get? Well, I feel like it's obvious, Remington. Waluigi. <laughs> The trash, you know what, man the, the trash thing I can think of, it, 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 more so, our Waluigi accents, which were the trashiest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, in my they were like life. a weird mixture of Squidward getting kicked in the balls and <laughs> so like a very bad cold. Oh, uh, and thank you guys. And if you would like to contact us directly, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to love each other. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Do I just keep breaking your internet by asking for masturbation euphemisms? Is that how this works?